When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's a big week when RHAP is on the road in Chicago. Check out my live show from Chicago. That's going to be up on Thursday, Wednesday night. Shannon Gus is going to be live with you with Kelly Wentworth after Survivor. And we preview the Dondi finale with Dealer No Deal Island host Joe Manganello. all right here on RHAP. We know reality TV. Welcome to our live feed update for November 3rd. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and I'm here today to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 25 live feeds. It was day 93 in the house, and uh, we had an eviction. We had an HOH competition. We had nominations. Um, and, uh, we even guessed some numbers. So, uh, we're going to go through it all here on today's update. And with me to talk through all of it is Puya. How are you doing, Puya? I'm good and sad. This is obviously most likely, well, actually most likely, definitely our last live feed update of the season together. So it's always a somber moment, but also I I've been ready for this to be done. Taryn, I've been ready we are but less than a week away and it's finally coming to a close. So for one last time, we're going to give it a go. Yes. Uh, of course, um, there's not like a lot, a lot here to, to go through, but um, uh, we saw last night that uh, the, uh, the eviction went down uh, as we expected. Um, there was not uh, a lot uh, that's going to change here prior to the eviction. Um, but uh, we ultimately do see that Suri uh, goes out here um, with, uh, hey, only only two votes, you know. Still not a lot of votes cast against. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, in her career, not a lot of votes cast against her. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
and uh, we get the uh, the very important HOH competition uh, that um, that you know <laughs> Bowie Jane, who uh, has now won. This is so. I I'm pretty sure like all of these comps have been basically the same, right? Like yeah, uh, that Bowie has won. Um, she's good at these, and uh, and Felicia has historically not been amazing at these i guess not exactly the same because the thing that i mentioned last night was that like the first one that was down to her and felicia uh was something that they studied um and uh this was more of a like in the moment find the stuff uh kind of thing so um we do see that uh that bowie takes it takes the uh the length of not being nominated record (laughs) from Derek um and uh is now the final 4 HOH in the history books Taryn she found her way her way into the history books regardless of the outcome now i know you weren't happy seeing this go down shortly uh you know there weren't a lot of people uh that were happy <laughs> i have seen some clips of uh, of the lack of enthusiasm from the audience for sure Mm -hmm. um so uh obviously um i believe there was another is uh there there was another um rumor of a record being broken going around i don't know if it was confirmed but uh that she this is like the third tie break win um and is she the person who has won the most amount of tie break comps or tie breaks uh in the history of the show um and which seems like it like three doesn't seem like that much like over 20 years like some surely somebody especially considering how many times you go to tiebreakers but um it's it seems plausible to me i think so because how often in a single season do we go to it to the chalkboards you know like i feel like it's not like you might get it once or twice a season but usually the same person doesn't win both let alone three three of them mm-hmm. so well uh, with Bowie as the HOH, uh, she, of course, has to come up with some nominations that ultimately don't matter. Um, so, uh, but, you know, they sometimes do matter in the sense that uh, they can annoy people or, um, or you know, kind of show your hand. Um, and, of course, uh, there is one other person who is uh, theoretically in, um, in line to also break Derek's record here. Um, and that is Matt, who has also not touched the block all season. Um, so uh, you know, who will Bowie Jane put on the block? Uh well, of course, we know who she is inclined to put on the block or not put on the block. Uh, and so um this is where this is where uh, uh a a scheme is hatched, um a a number scheme. Uh, that uh, Bowie and Jag uh, come up with a, a little a little plan um, to uh, to make Matt not feel bad about the the fact that uh, he has to go up on the block because of course she would like for him to not have the never nominated uh, status um, that uh, she's going to uh, ask Matt and Jag to pick a number. <laughs> Is is this worse or better than gummy bears? Okay, so it depends on who you ask. Um, if you're asking Matt, this is worse because at least with the gummy bears, there's a game of chance happening. 
with these numbers, especially with them, they didn't even need to hatch a plan, Taryn. Jack could be like uh, 72 and and Bowie needs Maybe to go, oh yeah, that's closer. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. This is so predetermined that it doesn't matter. It was just like, it was so funny to me that it was like, hold on, we need to, we need to, uh, you know, come up with this like very uh, like secret special plan. We've got it all figured out. Um, I'll, I'll, ahead of time, you tell me and then, and then I'll say the number. And it was like, okay, so the number is 70. Um, and it's like, okay, okay. So now that I know the number is 70, I can get closer to the number. Yeah, as though she had to like submit her number to a fact checker prior to saying. So it's like they come up with the scheme in the first place, which means that this entire like thing has to be like acted out. Uh, like natural, like, oh, well, I don't know. Well, maybe we'll just say, think of a number. Um, and then, you know, they have to then play out the whole thing. And Jag has to say a number and she has to go, oh, oof, Jag, you're the closer one. Um, instead of just like doing it naturally, <laughs> like, hey, Matt, hey, Jag, um, I'm going to have you pick a number. Uh, and then just, yeah, as you said, choose the one that's closer to Jag. Which is a bad thing to do in the first place because nobody in the right mind thinks that you're not rigging this. It's like, ridiculous. I mean, and this is a, not even a hot take, I don't think, but I feel like with the fact that the noms are a formality at Final Four, because really whoever has the veto gets to stay off the block unless they make a decision to stay on the block, then it don't matter. It truly doesn't matter. This amount of planning for this is ludicrous. And I do think... Something this small being over rehearsed will make it a lot more bait than just doing it natural. And if I'm Matt, there is not one second where I don't think this is rigged, uh, no matter what I say. So, yeah, exactly. And like, if you're Jag and Bowie and you really are taking each other to the end, I mean, the obvious play here is to just nominate Jack and not Matt. Like, make Matt feel as comfortable as possible. Uh, so that he does have, he has no reason to like want to to cut into what you have going on. Um, with Jag off the block, all it takes, no matter what kind of scheme you have going for you, he's gonna start thinking about like why am I on the block? And more importantly, like was that a rigged number pick? Because that's so much more incriminating that you not only rigged a number pick but planned it ahead of time like that's the sort of thing that if he sort of if he figures out that you did that uh then now he almost has no choice but to cut jack if he wins the final four veto uh it's just so unnecessarily risky um and uh like th like this is like just the nominations don't matter build up matt's unattainable status oh matt has also never been nominated so you definitely can't take him in the final three and if the difference between you uh winning and not winning against matt is him never having been nominated because of the final four then you never were going to beat him in the first place because that's not going to be the difference yeah again for me i feel like the final four nomination shouldn't count either towards whatever the record is i feel like after final five it shouldn't matter. You didn't touch the block in my book. So this being your quote tiebreaker 
to like separate you from Matt is ridiculous. I really don't think it's going to change much. It also is one of those things, Taryn, where I think the prestige of not being put on the block depends on who made that feat happen because of how they're going to market it in the final two chairs. And do I currently feel like Bowie's going to do a good job of like advertising that? No, I don't think so. So I don't know if it's going to help her as much anyway. The only thing is I'm irritated that we, uh, we, they made this update longer by doing this ridiculous (laughs) heist. Like this could have been two minutes and we're here talking about it because they decided to make it a heist. So yes. uh, Listen, you know, I, (laughs) obviously this happened during the live show so i I didn't see it play out live but like um i i the first i heard of it was uh when asia told me last night um and i was like you've got to be kidding me she was like no no jag came up with this whole thing and i was like this guy (laughs) like this is his this is his master plan like this is so great school uh it's it's so great school Derek lavasser too um uh so anyway this happens nominations happen uh, of course they're not going to give felicia anything um she's you know by herself talking to the cameras uh about how nobody's even talking to her and they'll probably not talk to her until they send her out the door if they can um and uh it's just like yeah it's just, you, you guys are so great at this game you're you're so right all you need to do is just play by yourselves uh just just the three of you and uh and completely ignore other people in the house and then you can pretend like you're Derek Lavasser uh and uh, and and then everything will work out okay so i've been very much against this this ludicrous plan to ostracize and mess with Felicia's head for again no reason y'all have won all the comps there's no reason for you to treat her this way Taryn she made a whole dinner last night <laughs> She made a whole fried chicken and mac and cheese dinner. I don't care if you're my enemy. If you put fried chicken and mac and cheese on my table, I'm hanging out with you all night. I'm I'm being nice. I I don't I just don't understand it. I, I can't I can't do it. I wouldn't have it in me. This is too evil for me. All yeah. all over the place. And I mean we've we've been talking about like and and you know, I, I think one of the biggest questions that's been asked of me the last couple of nights from people uh is like, is it is it that bad? Like is it really, is it really all three of them too? Like, uh, surely, surely like, because, you know, I, I don't think a lot of people are like fully still engaged in watching Fair. all of this. Yeah. Um, and like, especially because there was such a narrative early on in the season, certainly one from the show that Matt is this like nice guy, uh, the Jack is this like nice guy. And it's like, God, oh, this, this, this is just normal trash talking. Right. And it's like, it's so it's, it's tough and it's annoying to have to be the person that's like, this is not normal. Like if for any other reason than self-interest, nobody behaves this way. Like you talk to people, you try to get their vote. You don't like at the final five and final four alienate them and, uh, and just try like, it doesn't happen this way. Uh, like at least it hasn't in a long time. Um, you know, uh, like even, at the end of Big Brother 19, um, you know, you had Paul sort of like gaslighting people ashore, pretending like he had nothing to do with, uh, like they had nothing to do with uh, sending people out, but not isolating them 
like they were in the beginning of the game. You know what I mean? Like there's way less strategic point to it. And and they've given up on any sort of strategic justification as well. Uh, they fully are just trying to like ignore. And, and, you know, Matt, even at one point is like, yeah, she still thinks she's playing. She's not playing. Is she in the house? Yes. Is she competing in the same comps as you? Yes. Hell, she might be playing harder because she has to play with complete silence with no one communicating with her. I think that is infinitely more difficult. Taryn, you and I spoke about this while we were watching the pressure cooker this season where we were like, yeah, the silence would do me in. I need noise. I need conversation to keep active. And they're cutting her off at the source. They're not letting her get any words in, which also, again, like you said, the fact that we're at the final four and this is happening, do y'all not realize that it can come down to one vote at the end? Do you really not want to, you know, schmooze a little, kiss some ass to get maybe get a vote thrown your way if it falls down to it? Now, obviously, I've seen some conversations happen. Like I saw Jag trying to communicate with Felicia a little bit last night, but it don't matter. It don't matter. Three minutes is not going to make up for 72, 96 hours of complete just mess mm-hmm. it's poor yeah hey it's kaylee cuoco for priceline ready to go to your happy place for a happy price well why didn't you say so just download the priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels so whether it's cousin kevin's kazoo concert in kansas city go kevin or becky's bachelorette bash in bermuda you never have to miss a trip ever again so download the priceline app today your savings are waiting Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Uh, and so, of course, listen, there's, there's more trash talking that happens, more talk, but like, hey, hey, Bowie, you need to be the only other woman, the only other female, sorry, the only other female uh, oh. to win a veto this season. You can't let uh, Felicia hold that title with Blue. Um, that, that would be the worst. That would be the worst thing. Um, and uh, but I was like, yeah, yeah, I, I should, all, I should be the only other female, uh, with blue to win a veto this season. Uh, that, that is my, that is my destiny. Uh, only I deserve that, not any other female. What was the word they used to describe women, Taryn? One more time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was too much. It's too much. This is too much. Um, yeah, again, this pettiness makes no sense to me. They're lucky that these fo- this piece of footage doesn't get leaked into the jury because it would only sour people. So, yeah. Um, so obviously, there's not a whole lot else. We're just waiting for the veto here, um, and it's more of the same, more of everything that you've been seeing. Uh, you know, I I said this last night. There could be a chance for Felicia, uh, the faith of a mustard seed here. Um, you know, if it's, there's been basically, I think one final four veto comp in the last six years that has been remotely winnable for her. And that happened last year. So that could either be like, sorry, you missed yours. 
should have been on last year. Or it could be the start of a, a new trend in the final four vetoes where they stop them from having to do these like massively uh, physical things in order to answer questions and instead can just kind of like do them. Um, so if that's the case, then we'll see. But, uh, but for now, that is, uh, that is where we are. Um, I think the assumption would be that if Felicia won, uh, she would be cutting Jag. Um, who, uh, and listen, you know, she's only there by his will. So, um, it would be pretty funny if, uh, if that happened, that would be hilarious, not for my draft, but otherwise hilarious all (laughs) around. Um, yeah, Taryn, this is my issue. We're 94 days into this season now. And I feel like everything we've seen from the comps, I mean, you talked about it at the beginning. Bowie Jane has won the exact same comp three times this season. Jag has won the exact same comp three times this season. My feeling is if this comp is remotely similar to any of the ones they had won, just call it curtains. We don't even need to go through it. The hope, the little bit of optimism we're leaving out there is hopefully it's the same Final Four as last year. That could be that could be a game changer. That could be equitable for a Felicia like upset, which would be great. However, and, and yeah, Matt won the same comp twice. So basically everyone who's won a comp multiple times has won the same comp just in different theme. <laughs> so let's yeah. hope that we don't get the same comp. Or if we do, let it be the, um, what was it? The golfing thing that uh, Felicia won? Let it be that. <laughs> Crap shooting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, and like, I, I mean, I want to make it clear. Like, uh, I, I think that the three competitions that Bowie won, um, they're fine. Like, uh, like, I mean, anyone could have won those. Yes. Um, it's like truly those are, those are fine. You see Felicia do well at one of them, not do well at another one. Bowie mm-hmm. has to win a tiebreaker every single time she plays in one of these. She's, uh, tied with three different people. Um, you know, she seems to be good at this, but like, she's not unbeatable by any means in these competitions. Um, in the same way that like, uh, you know, Matt or Jag would be in other competitions. Um, I would still like to see some variety in their quizzes, um, but uh, but I'd still even prefer this to way too many days competitions. Um, we've seen in the past, uh, particularly like in Big Brother Canada, that if you have too many competitions that require studying, uh, you can sometimes get people in the game that fail to study uh and then you'll get the same result over and over because they're just so far behind on studying and so um it what it's it should what it seems like is that final four veto and the final three hoh part three uh those are basically the only two competitions in the entire game now that require knowing your days and knowing uh you know like all the stuff that you've been studying and that's what felicia has been preparing for for a very long time. So uh, obviously Matt, uh, Matt Jag and Bowie have all been preparing for it as well. Um, so, uh, you know, they certainly have at least an equal shot at winning, even if there's no physical component, but uh, you know, that mustard seed, I don't know. We'll see if our, the faith prevails. So they did the noms last night. Looks like veto is going to happen this morning. Mm. I'm not going to ask you for a prediction because that might be a sad answer to hear, but we'll find out tomorrow morning who won the veto. On the yes, and, and of course, uh, Jag losing that HOH. Uh, like Jag, Jag has not won a booth comp yet, um, and he basically needs to win one in the final three if he wants to win the game, um, assuming it's him versus Matt. 
uh, or or basically hope that Bowie beats Matt in a part two or something like that. Um, so uh, that does still remain an obstacle for him. Um, and he he now only has two competitions to to win left, of course. So for the competition record, that's uh, important. Theoretically, he can still beat the single season comp record. Um, but uh, if you do factor in the fact that he was evicted, um, he like if we if we now start to separate because I'm sure people will want to uh, that like in terms of an unev an unevicted competition win streak, uh, he can only tie uh, now Michael and Chanel. Uh, so who knows? But uh, but that is also on the line here uh, in this veto competition. Plenty at stake. Doesn't feel like it, but there's plenty at stake here. Uh, Taryn, let's run through some quick scenarios. If um, if Jagger Bowie Jane win this veto, are they taking Matt out or are they take keeping uh, taking Felicia out? It I think that um it could depend on like how well Felicia does in the comp. Like if it's if it if like if Matt is like 30 seconds off and Felicia times out, mm-hmm. uh then I think at that point you go, oh, should I think you think about it. Um, if Felicia does well and maybe Matt does worse even, um, or even just about as well as Felicia, um, I think they probably don't want to risk it. Obviously they're both worried about Matt beating them in the end, but they're also both worried about Felicia beating them in the end. Mm -hmm. And in the off chance that Felicia pulls out a win, I don't know if they're aware of how like monstrously physical, the end game comps are. I know they know that they are uh, physical, but um, I don't know if I don't know if they recognize exactly how little of a chance that Felicia has uh, to win those. Um, so they would basically be guaranteeing themselves final two. Maybe they do know, and maybe that's something they talk about as well. So um, you know, I, I think I think it'll be talked about, but there's there's genuine reason, there's genuine strategic reason to be hesitant. And that plus the like, um, like uh, emotional reasoning, uh, adding weight to that uh, could mean it doesn't happen, but I also think it could. And then if Matt was to win the final three HOH, do you think he's minute-mending it or he's not minute-mending it? He's going to cut Jack. Final three HOH. Um, yeah. I, you know, I I don't know. I I've been talking about this uh, the last couple of nights. Like the thing about Matt, one of the reasons why he's done well in the game is that he's hard to read. Um, and like last week when uh, you know we've we've been talking about it on the update, and I guess this is a good time to uh, to sort of reiterate it here. But like um, I've been saying that Matt has been talking to both Sari and Felicia about how he knows Jag and Bowie are going to take each other, and it felt very genuine. It felt like genuine observations. And genuine potentially fear of uh, of them doing so, um, and then we got confirmation of it in the episode that like he is worried about this. And the only reason he didn't push back on the Sari thing is because he recognized that he didn't have the power in that position that they could do whatever they wanted anyway, and he didn't want to suss them out. Um, and so, uh, and and I'm, when I say only reason, it's probably not the only reason, but like it's again, it's like that plus like. Um, you know, all, everything else, like, uh, because he, he maybe he could have made a difference, but pushing might not have been worth it for him. Um, so, uh, 
the the question is like, what does that amount to? What does he do about it? Um, and I, and we haven't heard in the diary room what his thoughts are on that. Um, he has thought about cutting Jag in the past, um, both at final four and at final three. So I think like emotionally, he's probably more prepared for it than Jag is. Um, and, uh, and so like in that sense, it seems like even at the final four, I could see it potentially happening, let alone at the final three. Um, but, uh, then you have the fact that he's like giddy at, uh, at Felicia not winning the final four HOH, um, which could be because he's been genuine about being worried about Felicia beating him in the final two, which I think is probably the case. And there's also like a, an answer that's like, okay, well, um, you know, he just doesn't want Felicia to win the final four HOH because that makes it a lot more likely that Jagger Bowie cut him if he knows that Jagger Bowie are taking each other. Um, so, uh, it's it's hard to say. I think that he also feels comfortable beating Jag uh, in the final two. So honestly, if anything, I think it's more likely he cuts Jag at final four than at final three, even though I think he's capable of doing both. Um, and, and, you know, he probably wins either way. But uh, it's just, it's so hard to tell what his thought process is because I don't think he's playing emotionally. I think he's playing strategically. The problem is I don't know where the where his strategic ideas are coming from or what they are. <laughs> where are they? Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that's some intrigue going into this week. We have, you know, less than a week left. So there's still some stuff that could happen. Um, I did see today that or I tried opening up the feeds today and on desktop they're not working, but they are on the app. So in case people thought, hey, our feed's done, no. But the desktop feeds are not opening right. I think it's a tech issue more than anything. We should still have feed still probably what Tuesday. Um, I mean, they usually go like all the way to the end, uh, pretty much. Thursday. Um, here here in the U.S., uh, but this you know there's not usually a whole lot going on. But I will have um some some uh, game recaps. Uh, and or when I say that, uh, I think the plan for this season. Um, and and I and I promise, uh, you know, it, this is not an intentional dig uh, necessarily at uh, our, our potential final three. But um, something I've been thinking about doing in any way is that instead of having three separate uh, game recaps for the final three, uh, to just do one big one for all three of them. Uh, because basically, how my process has worked over the last couple of years for this for this podcast. Uh, for the for the final three game recaps is that I do one big like my notes are one big section with all three of them and then I color code it uh, mm. and then I extract the separate pieces and then I put to and then I fill in the gaps for each one and I'm just like this is such an unnecessary process I end up repeating a lot of stuff in each one to the point where I I get tired of it uh, and and it, I feel like. You know, if you're a listener, you're like, I'm going to pick one, the one I care about the most, yeah. uh, rather than have to listen to the same events three times. So I'm going to try, it's an experiment. I'm going to try just going through with one, you know, three person narrative while still picking out the parts that are individual to the final three and giving summaries at the end to each of the final three. Uh, but um, so that's, that's the plan. And then it, that will probably be like, I think Monday uh, or something to give some time before uh the uh the finale for you to listen to it if you want um and then uh and then you know we'll we'll continue on sunday night episode uh taylor's gonna be on it 
So uh, worth watching. Um, and then Tuesday recap of the recap, Thursday finale. Uh, and there will be one more roundtable on Monday, updates throughout. Um, and then uh, the final three game recap uh, is on the way. So uh, tune in for all of that. Um, anything else, Puya? No, but if y'all thought you could skip the Bowie Jane game recap to just watch the other two or watch one, you're stuck with all of them now because Terrence put them all in one update. So you'll enjoy that. You think that'll be longer than three hours, two hours, two hours for all three of them? I have no idea. <laughs> well, if I um, tune in at 3 p.m. and you're still there, I'll know it was a long one. <laughs> so. I will say the, the only missed opportunity uh, doing this is that I can't have a 27 minute Bowie Jane game recap. <laughs> <laughs> that thumbnail and runtime would have been funny to see for sure yeah um all right well uh of course you can find me over on twitch uh or on twitter or on instagram uh i i went climbing uh, over here with uh chappelle asia and uh lisa and my and my friend brendan uh Aaron, i saw that too it was fun right it was it was very fun they enjoyed themselves uh i i could tell that um chappelle really liked it when i was working on this like hard slab problem um and he was like right there with like so what if you put your foot here um <laughs> and i was like oh i got him I got yeah. him. You got a couple uh, of con- conversions done there. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, I, I might be able to post a, a little bit of that. And of course, um, you know, we had, uh, an awesome podcast last night. Um, I think I've heard that there were like maybe some, some audio issues, uh, for the live stream. Um, but I, I believe that, uh, we, there's like a fix for that. It's fixed you, now. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, on the live show last night, there was a sound filter on that was filtering out the audience. Sometimes it would impact the mics, but I checked it out this morning. They've remastered it. All audience noise is there. Podcasters, alumni, you can hear everyone crystal clear. So it should be all good to go now. Yes. Uh, so um, I, I, you know, I really thought it was a, a really fun podcast. Uh, so many great, funny people uh, up there on stage. Um, and it was a really cool moment. So uh, if you haven't checked it out yet, uh, the audio is is good now, or if the the audio is ruining it for you, uh, maybe give it a shot now. Um, uh, I, I a lot of people last night um, from the crowd were like, "That ah, was so so fun." Um, so hopefully that translates uh, for you guys. But it will. Uh, I was booyah. up watching it at one a.m. and it was a good time. Also, if you wanted to see the draft wager play out, I'm on eight slop mm. on stage, and that was delightful to see. I so, did have some of it. Uh, how was it? It honestly, it wasn't bad. It was like, okay, it's totally fine. <laughs> it's right, like well, it's, but like it's. You understand? Like, if it was all I had to eat for an entire week, yeah, I would hate it. Um, but uh, you know, it, like I could, yeah, I could easily eat it as just like a meal, like yeah, once two bites fine. should yeah. be fine. Yeah. Um, um. All right. Well, y'all can find me on Twitter at Puyaism on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. I'll be live tonight at 10 p.m. You know the usual vibe, so come through for sure. Uh, Traders Canada has been a lot of fun with myself and Scally. 90 Day Fiance has been a good time. And Mass Singer with Liana took a break this week because of the World Series. But we'll be back next week to uh, do that once more. All right. Well, thank you all so much for joining us here today. And I will see all of you next time. You know how to book flights and hotels. 
All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.